Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today. I'm Chris Yao, and normally joined by Mo Patton here, but perhaps he's frozen again. That's okay if he is. Uh, looking forward to talking some... There he is. <laughs> the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year himself. Yeah. Stop Mo it. Patton. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean... Well, I mean, considering our next guest and his uh, his acceptance of being on our show was prerequisited by your having this award, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> anyway. At least, at least you didn't. You you did kind of take it from him. I t- like I said before, you know, Teresa, the reigning winner. But it was Teresa, Joe, Teresa, and you know, as most of uh, most of the time, the patterns continue. Well, Joe, sorry, but most said not today. <laughs> in your face, in the face, in, in the uh, <laughs> most said no such thing, Joe. He's putting words in my mouth. <laughs> Joe Rexford of the Athletic Congrats, Journal. man, that's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate awesome. Yeah. Um, appreciate you taking some time with us. Any word yet, Joe? <laughs> In fact, uh, yeah, actually, uh, just now, uh, exactly at this moment, um, I guess, yeah, I guess they did get it in right at the top of the hour. Sometimes they're a few minutes after, but, yeah, they uh, officially have activated Derrick Henry. So there we go. All the, you know, don't have to do the, so, is he going to be active? Well, you know, we'll, we'll see, even though we all know he's going to be active. So, yes, it, it's now official. <laughs> it's about Our now. long national nightmare is over, huh? Yeah, I mean, so yesterday, someone asked Vrabel, you know, I guess, because, like, if you directly ask him the question, of course, they're going to be like, well, I don't know, you know. And so he did that. So I was like, hmm. So I was like, I tried to be sneaking. I was like, so Dontrell Hilliard in the third down back roll, what do you feel about that? You know, <laughs> because of course, if he confirms that Dontrell Hilliard is their third down back, that basically confirms that he's bumped down a third on the depth chart, right? But he, uh, of course, Vrabel kind of looked at me and he's like, yeah, you know, first down, second down, whatever. Everybody's got a roll. I'm like, all right, well, I gave it a shot. But anyway, it's over now. <laughs> Good try. Good try. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of surprised Vrabel didn't actually say that. Good try, you know. It's not his first rodeo. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, I mean, surely that's a boost to that entire locker room, even though, again, it's been expected all week that Derrick Henry was going to be up for this ball game. But for it to actually come to pass, I, I would think that that's a, a shot in the arm for the number one seed. Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think I think the real shot in the arm probably comes. Well, I mean, I think it's even, uh, even like yesterday, for example, you know, like a really just a brief glimpse of practice at the beginning. And, and the Friday, you know, Thursday is Friday this week. So, you know, so Friday is typically the, the shortest glimpse of practice. But even then, like, you know, they were doing some, like, hurry-up stuff and Derek and he's on the sideline kind of dancing to the music. And he just sort of, like, it just – like his teammates really, you know, are, are magnetized to him. You know, like he, I think it's a big deal to have him around. To have had him around rehabbing, to have him in practice now, and then I think the big boost will come 
you know, it was already going to be a, a wild atmosphere tomorrow, but you know, when he jogs out there with that menacing look, you know, <laughs> through the tunnel, uh, I think that's got to be a, a psychological boost for everybody either on the team or rooting for the team. How much of a, uh, of a mental issue is that for their opponent? Yeah, you I know, mean, that's a good question. That's a good question. You know, I mean, for one thing, I mean, and this is why it's been hilarious this week. Like the fact that they wouldn't just come out and say, I mean, when, when they made him available, they told everybody he's going to be active, but like, like, I guess like, are the Titans holding out hope that the Bengals, you know, are not preparing for 22, you know, (laughs) I don't know, but, but yeah, I mean, already it's, uh, look, look, the Bengals certainly have an edge to me just in terms of they played last week and they, they faced the playoff success. So now this, inexperienced young team and all that stuff, and they got a playoff win. But they haven't, you know, they haven't played in a hostile environment for a, for a playoff game. And so I just I just feel like the emotion gets ratcheted up that much more with this this element to it. So, in theory, that should make it more difficult on them. But, you know, another thing is we know how teams um, who play the Titans, I mean, they usually – are all over Derrick Henry early in these games, you know. I mean, they're they're fresh, they're jacked up, they're and they they draw energy from, you know, from stopping him. And of course, the Titans have had a lot of trouble this year with slow starts on offense. So that's another thing to keep in mind. You know, Joe, when uh, I had made mention on Twitter before the Texans game that I thought Derrick Henry should probably play in the Texans game to treat it like preseason, and you made the point that, well, Derrick Henry doesn't play in the preseason. And so, of course, I go back to that his performance against Arizona, and you know, obviously it was – you can't really take that performance because the Titans got down early and they had to throw the ball, and there's just a lot that goes into it. But the difference in Derrick Henry being rested and, and coming out in the preseason – whatever that means. The difference this time is Derrick Henry's been resting for nine weeks now while everybody else has been playing. And I think, Mo, it was you who said the reason that he's so successful in December and January is because he doesn't get tired and the other teams do. How much is of a factor is fresh legs on 22, completely fresh legs, against a beat-up defense going to have? It, it's going to be huge, right? Yeah, well, that's a great point. And actually, if you count the off week in the regular season plus the last two, it's really twelve weeks. You know, so yeah. so yeah. I mean, you're talking you're talking major. Um, I, I think it's a great point. I, I think absolutely. Um, you know, you think it's it's almost unfair. It, again, if he's if he's all the way back and he's all the way himself, and he and and you know, look, maybe there is something to the slow start of the season. I mean, he had a 100-yard game last year at Denver. He didn't have, like, a huge game. He had a lot of carries. You know, the problem with Derrick Henry, like, it, like the start of the season thing is, like, in 2019, they were a mess. They had no Lewan, Mariota, you know, like, they had Jamil Douglas, a right guard. So, you know, sure. and then in 2018, he wasn't even the, the back. So, it's it, we still don't have a great sample size on it. But, yeah, that this is the big difference is that it's like he's jumping in the fourth quarter of a game. You know, 
which yeah. I've advocated for a while, by the way. Mm. The thing is, you know, even if he's not necessarily all the way back, that's still six three two forty seven against beat up defenses. <laughs> I mean, right. it, yeah. there's there's business decisions out there, and even under normal circumstances. But again, with him fresh and them not, you you got to feel like at some point, pretty early, I think he's going to be due for one. And and who who's the first stiff arm victim? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, what what gets the crowd more riled up? Like, you know, a touchdown run, a, a just like a big run, or just like a two yard run where he throws someone, you know, to the sideline. I, I think I might go with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's a, again, like with, with I've said this before. He got hurt or anything? Like, you know, if you could get the guy a stunt double for the first quarter, because um, that's when you know defenses again, like they're they're all, they're all fresh and they want to they want to get after him, and it's all about stopping him. And he takes big hits, takes way bigger hits in the first quarter, I believe, than any any other time of game. And, it, and progressively, it's like he's the one who starts leaning on them, you know. So, uh, and this is where you know that's that's the thing too. It'll just be interesting tomorrow. Um, are the Titans just like okay, Derrick Henry's healthy? Derrick Henry's the running back, or I mean, I. I have to think that they're going to mix in some Deontay Foreman, and I and I think I would. I think I would mix mm-hmm. him in a little bit. Um, now, of course, you have a couple series of that, and, and it's apparent the, the difference between the two. You know, it probably gets harder and harder to to stick with that. But um, like, if the Titans can somehow, like if, the, if Titans are able to win this game and they can get out of this without him having twenty five carries, I don't think that's a terrible thing. You know. With uh, with obviously then earning a huge game next week, um, but I suspect uh, you know if this is a close game, then certainly it could be. Then I think you know about half of his carries, whatever they are, probably come in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would agree with that. But at the same time, Joe, and you know it it might sound a little blasphemous, but at six one two thirty six, I mean Foreman does a pretty good Henry imitation. He does. Yeah, I mean it's not like. And, and the, the interesting thing too is, and I think the best glimpse of him last year was the game at Cincinnati. Um, he actually had some nice runs, and it was like, gosh. So right now they're complimenting Derrick Henry with another kind of a back, kind of like Derrick Henry. You know, like the power and the power. You know, some teams like to have that. You know, the the, the differing skill set to throw something different at defense. This is just like more of the same. But uh, yeah, look, I, I think body blow after body blow. Yeah, exactly. I, I it, think Foreman played well and, and has earned a chance to help a little bit. Doubling up on the fastball to some extent. That's yeah. right. That's right. No change-ups needed. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. How how big of a how big of a uh, a positive is that going to be for for Ryan Tannehill? I mean, early like you said, their defenses are always jacked up to to get after Henry in the first quarter. You know couple of play-action passes could absolutely see big plays in the passing game from Tannehill, A.J. Brown, uh, potentially Julio and NWI. Yeah, and, and that's where – and that's really where I think the difference with this offense on, without Henry happened. Um, because obviously, well-documented, they ran for you know, similar numbers without him. Uh, yards per carry, you know, none of that 
really fell off. What fell off was the passing game, and that, and that to me speaks to just the emphasis. I just I just feel like defenses have been able to play the Titans like really more honestly without Derrick Henry, and if if it's full Derrick Henry, but well, but like you said, even early whether you know who knows if it is, but even even just the idea that he's out there, I think gives you a chance to. You know, especially like the Tannehill, it just feels like the middle of the field clears out on those play action uh, passes, you know, and, and makes it just much easier for Tannehill to uh, scan the field and, and find someone. So, yeah, I mean, I think some shots off this early would absolutely make sense. Um, no question about it. And, you know, look, the one really interesting stat that I saw from ESPN Stats and Info was you know the Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry together, seven yards of play for the Titans. It's only like a hundred some plays all year that 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 they've been together. But if you think back to what I think was their best performance, Kansas City, you know, first half of that game they score on every single possession. They score four touchdowns and a field goal. They're absolutely unstoppable, and all of those guys are making plays. And you're running the ball, and you're running play action, and it just keeping that defense off balance. And this is also, guys, where, to me, Todd Downing is a key figure tomorrow. I mean, this is a big, big day for him. Hmm. It's going to be a big day for all of the Titans, and hopefully that defense is able to continue their success with that front four against what we just talked about with Andrew Moore, a not great offensive line. So the the, the Titans defense, who sands the second half of – Week 18 had given up one touchdown pass in what three games, Joe, at that point until the second half of, of the Texans game. So, this is a pretty good, pretty yeah. good defense uh, that, that Joe Burrow is going to have to go up against, even though he's got some great options. Uh, they're going to get after him. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and that's going to be so critical is that pass rush. Um, now, obviously, last year they go into Cincy with, with a terrible pass rush and, and a banged mm-hmm. up and already bad offensive line holds them sackless. But, you know, I mean, they look, this is possibly the – well, I mean, I think you could make the case that this is as good a collection of skill if you count quarterback, running back, receivers, tight end as anyone. I mean, it's right up there. And including with Jamar Chase, a guy I think I think could be like the best receiver in the league for a stretch here moving forward. You know, at some point. Um, uh, so I mean, if the Titans don't get pressure, you know, they're gonna have a problem because T. Higgins, you know, as a number two is unfair, and then Tyler Board's a really good slot receiver, and and, the, and I think that's where the Titans, if they, if you could pick one thing to add to the Titans. I mean, to me, it would be another corner you feel really good about. So um, that's where that pass rush has to be so good tomorrow. 3.30, CBS, Titans hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals have never won a road playoff game in franchise history. It's not going to start tomorrow. Joe Rexford of the athletic picking. The Titans 28-24, I believe, was Mm-mm. his his no. prediction, 34-27, I'm sorry. There we go. 34-27. So, Joe, we appreciate it and looking forward to uh, talking to you again sometime soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys, and congrats again, Mo. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. When we come back, 
some coaching news in the Southeastern Conference football world. Former Vanderbilt coaching news. So we'll talk about that. And robot umpires on the other side. Stick around. 